This is not going public, is it? Welcome to La Casita Martinez, where we indulge in the art of deep conversation and vulnerability in pursuit of self-love, self-expression, and self-value. I am your host, Samantha Martinez. On this week's episode, we sit down with Neset, a young Latina who attends Dartmouth University, pursuing her dream of helping her community prosper and excel. Hi, Neset. Hi. Welcome <laughs> to La Casita Martinez. Yeah, thank you for having me here. Yeah, I'm so excited. I thought about scheduling you, but I was like, your school schedule's all over the place. I'm yeah. so happy you were able to, we were able to work it out. So when I think of you, I think you just bring me hope for the future, um, which is obviously in the midst of everything that's happening right now. Our world is crazy. And I feel like I have, I'm so thankful that I was able to cross paths with you because you are are our future and if your future is bright our future is bright so I'm so happy that first of all that I got to meet you um and that we've been able to build a relationship um so you are a student um from Easton Maryland and a daughter of immigrants you are Latina can you tell us from your point of view who is Naset? Yeah, so hi, (laughs) I'm Naiset. Like you said, I've grown up my whole life here on the Eastern Shore. Mm -hmm. Um, I went through public schooling from kindergarten through 12th grade. Um, And my parents are from Guatemala, Mm -hmm. which I think has formed a great part of my identity and a great part of um, just like a sense of what I want to do mm-hmm. or what I'm fighting for, I guess, yeah. in the future as mm-hmm. well. Um, I am now a college student, first generation, low income. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm at a predominantly white institution, like many institutions mm-hmm. um, here in the U- U.S., mm-hmm. which um, can obviously be a very daunting and scary yeah. um, space to be in. Mm-hmm. But um I'm very proud of where I I am yeah. at the moment in my life. I never thought I was going to make it to college. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's amazing. And you are very humble. But if I can brag on you a little, you are on a full ride at Dartmouth, which yeah. is a, a very exclusive school. So I remember the day when you called and told me that you got in and I was so happy but at the same time we had those conversations that you know just getting in is just one part of the journey right and so it's being there it's being on campus and like you said predominantly white so not seeing yourself you know around with your friends or the the majority of the students that are there um was that a huge culture shock when you got there like how did you prepare for that what are you doing currently to kind of navigate that yeah, so I guess not so much of a c- culture shock just because That's true. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um the Eastern Shore is a predominantly yeah. white area, so I was kind of used to that mm-hmm. and I was kind of used to my classmates also being uh predominantly white and also my teachers mm-hmm. and whatnot also being um <clears throat> identif- white white identifying mm-hmm. people, but um at the same time I think it was still a bit scary obviously mm-hmm. yeah. because now it's like not only are they white, but they're also like very wealthy people mm-hmm. who come from like these very, very different backgrounds, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think one of the things that really helped me was um, just like talking to you and getting mm-hmm. to know people who have actually um, 
gone through college and mm-hmm. higher education mm-hmm. um, and gone through it successfully, I would mm-hmm. say, in my in my point of view, yeah. um, just because I didn't know anyone who um, mm-hmm. had ever gone to college or anything like that. And actually, prior to starting college, I attended um, the first year summer enrichment program, mm-hmm. which is designated for first generation low income students at Dartmouth. Nice. And I think that um, really helped me prepare in terms of like academics or just like just trying to get into the habit of like what college life was going to be like at Dartmouth. Mm -hmm. Um, And so currently I'm just trying to create spaces for people who are like myself on campus just because obviously we are a growing demographic Mm -hmm. here in the U.S. And I think people need to be more aware of who we are and where we're coming from. Which is also important for you to understand and acknowledge that you do belong there, right? right? You weren't just placed there as an experiment, right? To see what happens, but like you worked to be there. And so understanding that and making space for others is so important, which is so powerful too, because it has to be hard to not only be navigating actively spaces like that for yourself, but then also on top of that to create space for other people. Like that's very powerful on your end. So that's, that's inspiring. Um, And I just, I think about, Latinas, that we are the smallest subgroup to achieve or to obtain higher education. Mm -hmm. Do you, is that something that you keep in the back of your head often? Yeah. Um, I always go back sometimes. I don't know why, but I always go back to like my college application essays, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I guess just to like reground myself and remember as to like why I was there. Yeah. And I remember um, you like telling me about the research that there Mm -hmm. was on like us Latinas Mm -hmm. in higher education and just being uh, the smallest subgroup to Mm -hmm. like really even make it out of high school. Right. Yeah. Even to graduate graduate high school is like um, just a huge barrier Mm -hmm. for us. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess just always going back to and like looking at that Mm -hmm. really helps to like recenter and reground myself as Mm -hmm. to like why I'm here. Cause sometimes it can get so hard. Um, the weeks, the every term is mm-hmm. like a 10 week term. Yeah. So everything goes by really quickly. Yeah. So sometimes I just have to like reground myself and remember like why I'm here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can yeah. just imagine the people that like are in your classes, the people that you socialize with are probably like very influential people or people whose parents have been, you know, legacy kids, right, whose yeah. parents have been their grandparents. That's a lot, you know, to to kind of sit with and be like, okay, I do belong here. I worked hard to be here and I need to create space for other people. And I think about also your two nieces who Mm. look up to you and now like college is a reality. Like they are going to college because they're Thiago's, right? Do you have conversations with them about that? Do they ask? I mean, the little one's very little, Yeah. but thinking about Jimena, like, does she ask questions? Yeah. She's like, sometimes she's like, yeah, I want to go to college, Mm -hmm. but then also seeing me go away, she's like, I don't know. I think that's <laughs> yeah. kind of scary for right. her because yeah. she's only what, like six years old. Right. So I, I yeah. mean, I didn't even think I was going to like at that age. I was mm-hmm. like, college seems like something that's not really something that seems like so far away. Yeah, like I guess attainable. not attainable, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. Um, I I knew I always liked school. I've, mm-hmm. I've always loved reading. I've loved learning. Mm-hmm. I'm really curious yeah. about a lot of topics, but mm-hmm. I never knew how I was going to make it there. I never really had 
much guidance mm-hmm. but thanks to people like you yeah. i obviously i made it yeah <laughs> yeah so excited and you're so much better i mean you're a dartmouth that's really exciting i never <laughs> thought that and even that beyond that like you're even having conversations about like post undergrad right yeah. what you're gonna do um can you talk a little bit about like what inspires you what influences you to continue to go through this journey and even when it's hard like what are your influences inspirations that keeps you going yeah um I guess my parents and my background Mm -hmm. we come from a very humble background my parents um immigrated to the United States from a very young age and I always think about how these they migrated here because of structural issues that are beyond their control right um and I always think about how, okay, yeah, college isn't a guarantee to mm-hmm. success or anything, mm-hmm. but I'm in a unique position where I may be able to do something mm-hmm. with a college degree. Um, so I guess maybe just trying to either, I don't know, I I don't know, I see like some trying to fix something mm-hmm. in the system, Yeah. even though some days it seems so hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I always think back about like my parents. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. It always it feels like our, what we're is what we're doing even going to change anything. Yeah. Right. It yeah. seems like so overwhelming. But just having you and for like my younger daughters, your nieces to see someone right as an inspiration, even that makes an impact on on certain people. Um, If you feel comfortable, can you tell us like what you what your dreams are, what your aspirations, what you're trying to work towards in college? Yeah. um, So right now I currently (laughs) declared my major this past term. I Mm -hmm. declared a geography major Mm -hmm. modified with Latino studies. Um, I really like geography because it's a, a, such an interdisciplinary study. Mm-hmm. So I get to study like migration, politics, um, our current environmental crisis mm-hmm. and how these all intersect together, really. Right. Um, and so I really like that aspect. Um, but post-grad, I think I want to go to law school. I'm not completely sure yet, mm-hmm. but um, it's always been a dream of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know many lawyers still. Yeah. Um, so it's and also, Latina lawyers. Yeah, Latina that. lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that also still seems not that attainable at the moment. Um, but you can do it. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I'm hopeful that yeah, maybe I can. Definitely for yeah. sure. That's crazy. And what? kind of introduce you to that to that interest of law um well I guess just seeing a lot of people my parents and just Mm. a lot of close relatives um having an undocumented status Mm. and what that means here um in the U.S. specifically here on the eastern shore like I've Mm. said before we live in a predominantly white area there are not many resources available for Mm. people that come from our background Mm -hmm. um I guess just seeing the fact that getting a good lawyer, you have to go like across a bridge Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. even like access that. And I would like to make it more accessible to people with a similar background to mine. Yeah. Um, Incredible. Yeah. So your lived experience, it sounds like is really what's like driving you, which is so important because that's like authentic. Right. And people are going to feel that like you're not an outsider that's coming in and giving your perspective. It's like you lived this and you want to help people like you. It's so special. Awesome. Um, so what when you're in college or even when you're not on campus, like what is it that you do to remind yourself? Um, you mentioned your parents, but or is there any like practices or any like meditation or going for walks, anything that you do that's like practical that 
allows you to like recenter yourself and that brings you joy and like empowerment yeah i've been journaling a mm, lot <laughs> nice um i remember ever since i was little i like to keep like some sort of diary <laughs> yeah i have a million notebooks yeah. that are just write random thoughts. and um i don't know where the ones um that i kept from yeah. when i was smaller uh-huh. at but um i've been journaling a lot and mm-hmm. i like to like look back at yeah. um what I've been feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think just writing down um, what I'm feeling helps mm-hmm. a lot. And even going on walks, just because I'm surrounded by a lot of like nature, yeah, can yeah. be very. Yeah, I'm sure the um, campus is beautiful. Yeah, right. in yeah. the fall, yeah. Not right. in the winter. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And when we think about, I mean, we have similar backgrounds as we're, we're Latinas for a generation mental health is very stigmatized right do you and then being in college I'm sure like exacerbates that being away from your family being the first being just in a in unknown space um is there anything that you feel like helps with that just like with understanding that it's okay to sometimes feel low or lonely or um overwhelmed yeah, I think always talking to a lot of my friends mm-hmm. helps just because we all share similar experiences. Mm-hmm. We're all Latinas, mm-hmm. we're all first generation and low mm-hmm. income. So I guess mm-hmm. just um, getting together and like even having a meal yeah, together is just really, uh, really helps to recenter mm-hmm. us all and remember like why we're here and why yeah. we're doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, all of our circumstances are differently, yeah. but we do share a very similar mm. background which um does help yeah too. so you've created community there yeah. you feel like yeah good, good. that's yeah. really important and then when you say that you create space can you tell us a little bit about that what are you doing on campus to create space for others like you yeah um i'm currently working with a group called uh the Fuerza farm workers fund mm-hmm. um okay. and that has allowed me to um connect more with um, farm workers who mm-hmm. work in the upper valley um, a lot of them come from Mexico but mm-hmm. um, I think we've still created a strong community where um, we give them uh, try to give them clothes for the mm-hmm. winter we organize a f- uh, winter clothes drives mm-hmm. um, we do a lot of fundraisers and a lot of nice. other funds go back to a lot of the farm workers mm-hmm. um, and we have just created a community with the Latino population mm-hmm. in the Upper Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, and another way uh, I've created space recently is through the creation of the Central Americans United Student Association. Mm. Which you I, created that. Yeah, I helped co-found yeah. this year. Um, and it's been really hard um, just because sometimes Dartmouth isn't the most welcoming space, mm-hmm. um, obviously. But I think we've created a a solid group of people who feel very invited um yeah. this past term we ho- hosted a pupusa night at the oh, really <laughs> yeah amazing who the, made them every so are? it was just basically like you make your own that's so, so cool i made the masa someone else made the beans mm-hmm. someone else uh oh we got the cheese yeah and then you basically made your own it was just like a how to make a pupusa (laughs) little assembly line type thing yeah and we had a lot of people over and just things like that even um 
in a space where you may feel like right. not welcomed really um, helps, especially yeah. because like getting authentic food in Hanover, mm. New Hampshire, um, <laughs> is really hard. Yeah, I so can imagine. We got a lot of people, and That's it was really incredible. successful. Yeah, yeah. So you're not you're creating space, but you're also making space, like taking up space. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's so amazing, and I'm sure it's not an easy thing to do, right? There are people who have never heard of that, or you feel like there's only a few of you doing that, yeah. but it's like a little piece of home of your culture that you're bringing right. with you, yeah. which is so important. That's amazing. What's one thing that you love most about your culture? Um, one thing I love the most about my culture, I guess it's people mm-hmm. <laughs> and the work ethic mm-hmm. that just comes from being, I guess, just Central American mm-hmm. as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everyone's pretty hardworking. Yeah. And um, it shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. What's something that you love most about yourself? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say I'm pretty determined. Yeah, um, I would say that. <laughs> yeah, I would say I'm pretty determined. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing I love the most about myself. Mm-hmm. Because even when things get hard, I always try to reground myself and remember mm-hmm. why I am in the spaces I am. And yeah. creating space for people like myself is really important. Awesome. What has been the hardest thing of this transition of moving away from your family, leaving your hometown and going to to an elite school? Um, I guess just trying to, I guess, kind of getting some sort of gaining confidence. Mm-hmm. I think I am not always the most confident person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess realizing that, yes, uh, my opinions and my thoughts are valid Mm -hmm. on campus. And I think a lot of professors have reminded me and Mm -hmm. been very helpful in um, kind of guiding me through that Mm -hmm. because I can be kind of quiet sometimes, especially throughout high school. Mm -hmm. Like I was saying, I used to be very quiet or I used to have a lot of thoughts, but I just like would hold myself back and just let other people talk. But um, I think I... um, it's been really hard to try to get out there and mm-hmm. like speak my truth yeah, really. But yeah. um, I I could say I've gained some confidence and it's been really hard to do so. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm but how working does it feel it. when you do? It feels really nice yeah. because um, a lot of professors are often very validating good. of what I have to say. Yeah, so it feels like my opinions are being validating mm-hmm. That's and important. yeah, validated. Yeah. yeah, good. Well, I'm happy to hear that. Well, you are an inspiration and I wanted to share your story on this platform because ever since I met you, I was like, this girl is going to do something incredible. So I'm so happy you came on. I'm so happy that our paths crossed, like I said, and I wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you.